When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is July 8th. Happy Friday. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No. Get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Trevor Williams was my lead in the SP Roundup with seven innings pitch, zero runs, two. It's zero walks and seven strikeouts against the Marlins. He secures a win. And seven strikeouts from Trevor Williams and shut up ball is pretty dang cool. But Max Scherzer is coming back and it's going to push out Trevor Williams. And honestly, this isn't really anything to latch on to with Trevor Williams. A lot of hittable fastballs in this one. Good stuff down, you know, good sliders down, seven for 19 whiffs. But I don't think he's going to replicate that. And uh, when he does get another chance, which will be at some point this year, I'm sure, yeah, you're not going to want to add it, Trevor Williams. So we're just going to move on. Uh, Joe Musgrove went seven innings, zero, and Ryan's ace is going to ace. We had uh, Spencer Strider blow our minds with a golden goal, 23 whiffs, 41% CSW. Just got done finished, uh, done recording the video on YouTube <laughs> uh, about Spencer Strider as he earned his first nine outs of the game via way of the K. Yes, three innings, zero and runs, nine strikeouts, and then he finished with nine, sorry, with 12 strikeouts in six innings, zero and runs, four base runners total. So fun to see this, and Strider is someone who, if he has a high strike rate on his pitches, will have success. It's just that simple. His stuff is that good with a four-seamer that touches 100, with a slider that is one of the highest CSW sliders in the majors among signing pitchers. We're talking to 40-plus CSW on that. Insanely good. A high show Yotani. Uh, then you have a changeup that he just kind of mixes in 8% of the time through 8 of them across 100 pitches that you threw here. It's great. It's wonderful. If you want to sell high, by all means. But if Strider's just able to throw more strikes and not be sub-60% strike rate and be something around 65% across everything, yeah, he's going to keep doing this. It's pretty cool. Matthew Libertor was on the other side and kind of interesting. Uh, he was throwing harder uh, this time around, about 94 as opposed to 92. Uh, 2.5 ticks increase on the sinker itself, which is pretty impressive. I uh, also introduced a slider instead of the curveball. It wasn't just four-seamer curveball in this. He had sinkers that were good. He also had sliders that were good. I think his overall command, though, is still a step down from what we need to see. He only made four innings in this one. I don't know if he has a rotation spot with Steven Matz coming back. Andre Pallante is still there. It's a case where Libertor is getting better. Velocity really across the board was three ticks higher on the slider, two and a half ticks on the curveball, right? So there's something to like there. And he had success and threw some really good fastballs against uh, the Braves. But I need to see it for longer. And it's a start like this that makes me maybe excited for 2023. If he gets some more experience on the bump later this season. Uh, it could be something in spring training. I'm seeing 94, 95 from Libertor, but I don't know if I should be in on that because the command is still going to be bad. Uh, Bo Brisky, 6.1 innings and zero in runs against the White Sox. That's nice. Is is Toby at best? At best. I'm glad that this one worked, but I really don't want to go after it. Uh, Jeff Hoffman pitched in a bullpen game for the Reds. Uh, Logan Webb ace is going to ace, even though he only had two strikeouts in this one. He had one strikeout through seven. And he just avoided that. How am I going to bet him up? 
I bred with this. Uh, eight innings, one earned run, seven base runners. Good stuff. Logan Webb. Uh, Ronson Contreras went six innings, one earned run, four hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts against the Reds. Eight for 29 whiffs on the slider is great. 38% CSW on it as well. Just better command than we've normally seen. He got demoted. Don't be worried about that. He should be back for his next normal spot in the rotation against the Marlins. Do you want to start him for that, though? And keep in mind, before this, the last four starts, only 10 strikeouts and 12 walks in that time. I don't know if Contreras is fixed. I feel like in some ways this is a dentist. That is, it showed up and it's not going to last long. Seven strikeouts in uh, five base runners, one on run, six innings, right? Only 11 whiffs. It wasn't, you know, something like Strider where we just watch and go, oh my lord, he's incredible. And this was against the Reds and I don't know. I So if he's on your waiver wire, am I picking up Ronson Contreras for the Marlins start? Maybe. I'd say he's on the bottom of questionable for that start. He's not improbable. And maybe I do have to stream him because there's just nothing else and that's just how it's been for the last four weeks or whatever. But I, yeah, I'm not quite sold by this one. And Bryce Wilson finally had a good start. I'm not even joking. This is the first start of the year that Bryce Wilson had at least five innings and fewer than three earned runs. 6.2 innings and one earned run, seven hits, four strikeouts. He lowered his ERA to 660. Dylan Cease is earning his ace is going to ace label. I know it was against the Tigers, but the guy deserves it. Six innings, eight strikeouts, six base runners, one earned run, 16 whiffs. And sure, I could wait two starts as he has like the Guardians next. And you can say, oh, it's the Guardians. He has the Twins in two. And that's really the one that's going to make me feel like, right, I did the right thing here. But honestly, if you have Dylan Cease, he's, he's an ace. He's in tier three. Like, he deserves this. Justin Verlander, same thing. Ace is going to ace. Tony Gonsolin got his as well as he went against the Cubs. And it's just another one of those just, he's boasting a 162 ERA. Two runs in seven innings, four base runs, three Ks. Like, fine. You deserved it. Marco Gonzalez went 6.2 innings, right? So that's 20 outs without walking a batter nor striking them out. Literally, zero strikeouts or walks. He was the anti-Joey Gallo in this. Two earned runs and eight hits. Unbelievable. Against the Jays. I, I just, wow. Okay, Bailey Falter against the Nationals. Four innings, two earned runs, six hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Don't care. Bailey Falter, you don't want to chase that. Slider did go for the 8% CSW. That's kind of cool. Um, Anthony Banda, I guess, is a thing. Uh, I lasted for one inning, and then Casey Lawrence came up for 2.1. He's not a thing. He just I'm, he exists still, I guess. I remember on the Diamondbacks and on the Rays and all that. Dallas Keuchel went seven innings, three hundred runs, seven at zero walks, and four Ks against Rocky Road. And this is a massive sigh of relief for Dallas Keuchel. I think that just says a lot. Uh, Chris Bubich... It's interesting. He's back up to 92. It was 91.8, but that's close enough for me as he earned 10 to over 52 whiffs on that four-seamer. Change was actually located down a lot. Only three earned runs against the Astros in 5.1 innings. He also walked six and four hits, so that's essentially a two-whip. 17 whiffs in total, though. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, he's a pease in this way. Like, this is like... He has a really nice change when he locates it. He has a really nice fastball when he locates it and gets a velocity, but it's a poor execution, awesome stuff, right? And uh, maybe it's not the best, best example of it, but I, Chris Bubich, man. Oh, I just want him to pan out, you know, and I don't want to chase it. Now it's far too risky. Austin Gomber survived on the road against the Diamondbacks. 
It's not enough to jump in on this. Five innings, three runs. Uh, Mike Miner did well against the Pirates. 6.1 innings with eight strikeouts, but seven base runners and four runs. It's not, uh, you know, his four-seamer and slider performed well. He had one earned run through the first five frames. Um, the Yankees are next, and you don't want to do that. Uh, Mark Leiter Jr., five innings, four runs, five hits, zero walks in, four Ks. He's covering four. Kyle Hendricks, no thank you. Chase Silseth went against the Orioles and just isn't doing enough to have 24 whiffs on a splitter, four and runs in four innings. You want to don four and runs in four innings and nine base runners. Yeah, no thanks. Garrett Cole, a very disappointing start. Seven strikeouts, but five earned runs. I uh, 17 whiffs, though. It was against the Red Sox, you know. Got the win, at least, and he has arguably the best four-seamer in the game. He's going to be number three on the list. Yes, Jamie McClanahan, as long as you come through today against Luis Castillo and the Reds, you will be number two. I was pretty much saying to Garrett Cole, you're on thin ice. Here's five earned runs right there. Uh, Daniel Castano, no thanks. And Josh Winkowski, opposite Cole. I mean, against the Yankees, obviously not. Looking at today's starters, Shane McClanahan, Zach Wheeler, Charlie Morton, Luis, uh, Luis Castillo, Lucas Giolito, and Pablo Lopez are in the auto start. Keep in mind, it is Zach Wheeler today. They did change that. Uh, they pushed Kyle Gibson to tomorrow. Zach Wheeler is going today. Make sure he's in your lineup. Chris Bassett is returning from the COVID IL. I don't know how I feel about it exactly, but then again, Chris Bassett is just really good, and the Miami Marlins are not that good. Even though it's the third time he's facing them, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, you start him, and same with Zach Gallen against the Rocky Road, Sonny Gray against Texas, Nesta Cortez going against Boston. Yeah, I think he still do it. Uh, Tyler Anderson against the Cubs, Adam Wainwright against the Phillies, and Jose Urquidy against the Athletics. You just start those guys. Um, questionable start tier. It's Aaron Ashby as my stream pick of the day against the Pirates. I know he went 3.2 innings in the first start back from the IL against the Pirates. This should be better. This is not the first start back from the IL. He is my stream pick of the day. It is still questionable. It is not like a lock. And none of these are. You know, I feel much better about the probable start guys than I do the questionable ones as always. John Gray is doing great, but he gets the Twins. Like, do you want to do that? I don't know. Blake Snell just had 12 strikeouts against the Dodgers, but it was a little bit erratic. Now he gets the Giants. Was that a Dennis? Is that going to just be a nice start before with the Dodgers, and now he's going to regress again? Tyler Wells is on a good roll. He goes against the Angels. That could work out very well. (laughs) Aaron Savali against the Royals. I'm excited by it, but I do recognize the Royals have been a hotter offense as of late. Um, But Savali's curveball and... Cutter slash slider is looking better. Good fastball command last time, too. Uh, George Kirby gets the Jays. Unfortunately, it's the Jays. Otherwise, I'd like George Kirby. And Ross Stripling's on the other side. I don't know how I don't know how much I believe in Ross Stripling as you go against the Mariners. Uh, in the do not start tier, Tarek Skubal is going against the White Sox. And he's just, you can't start him right now. You just can't do it. Brady Singer is a bad coin flip against the Guardians. Chad Cool on the road against Arizona. Ugh, JT Brubaker against the Brewers. This is all bad. Paul Blackburn against the Astros. Um, he's a Toby, and that's the Astros. Uh, Reed Detmers is against Baltimore. It's not Michael Lorenzen. He's on the IL. Reed Detmers is getting the call um, back to the majors. He goes against Baltimore. Reed Detmers has not shown promise for a while. I don't want to do that. Connor Siebold goes against the Yankees. Uh, Keegan Thompson against the Dodgers. And, yeah, it's not Michael Walker. It's Connor Siebold. Uh, Eric Fede against the against Atlanta. Don't trust the Feds. And Sam Long against the Padres. Looking forward to next week. If you want the weekend starters, definitely check out yesterday's podcast that goes over all four of the games, so or days rather, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, including, of course, yesterday's Thursday. 
But let's look forward to next week's two-start pitchers as it is Friday, and that's what we do. Uh, for the Red Sox, it's a mystery who's going to go on Monday, but Chris Sale could go back on Tuesday um, against the Rays and the Yankees. Honestly, that's a questionable one. I don't know if I want to make this a still ill against the Rays, and then I don't know how stretched out he'll be against the Yankees on Sunday. Uh, but after that, he's going to hopefully be in Tier 3 of the list and be ready to soar. I've been, we've been waiting all year for Chris Sale to return. Uh, Luis Severino goes twice against Cincy and the Red Sox. I'd say that's a probable. I know he's an ace. He's in my number 10. Maybe he is an auto, honestly. Um, shouldn't be too bad against the Red Sox and the Reds you want in. So, yeah, that's an auto start. Um, Jeffrey Springs gets the, uh, Red Sox and Baltimore. I kind of want to do probable. It's top of questionable, if not. Uh, Corey Kluber also gets the same. For him, it's bottom of questionable, top of do not start. That Boston start does scare me. But then again, he just did well against them. So, all right, I'll put him in questionable. And then he obviously has a beneficial one against the Orioles. Jose Brios goes twice against the Phils and the Royals. That's a probable because the Phils do not have Bryce Harper. By the way, the Orioles have two days off, so no two-star pitcher there. Lance Lynn and likely Dylan Cease go two as they have a doubleheader on Tuesday. Davis Martin will, could be the starter for that one, but then Dylan Cease will be regularly scheduled content or programming. Lance Lynn and Cease will go against the Guardians and Twins. For Lance Lynn, that's a questionable. For Cease, I think it's an auto. Lance Lynn is going through some rough stuff right now. I do not want to start him against the Twins, um, but I could work well against the Guardians. Uh, Cal Quantrill and Shane Bieber are going for the Guardians. You have the White Sox and the Tigers. Cal Quantrill is a questionable for that. I mean, he just didn't do well against the Tigers for whatever reason. While Shane Bieber is an auto for that. Michael Pineda and Bo Brisky look like they have two starts, as it's the Royals and the Guardians. Ugh. Questionable for both, I guess. I mean, how how terrified are we of the Royals? Pineda is capped around like five innings. I don't know. It might be do not start for that. Bo Brisky is trying to be a Toby. Ugh, I hate them both. Uh, I don't. I like them as people. I just don't want to go for these starts. I can understand if you're searching for this in a 15-teamer. Brisky might be the play. Pineda could be the play, but yeah. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Detroit and the Jays for the Royal starters. That's Brad Keller and Daniel Lynch. No, not, I don't want to risk the, the Toronto one. Sure, you can go get the, the Tigers start for Keller, but I'm not doing the Jays after that. No way. Uh, for the Astros, it looks like there's a six-man rotation going on with Jake Odorizzi back, so you get nothing if they have a day off on Monday. And it's the Angels not only do they have the six-man, but they also have two days off, so no way there. Uh, six-man also for Oakland, with Adrian Martinez entering it, so you don't have one there with a day off on Thursday. And Seattle uh, is not a six-man, so Logan Gilbert gets the Nationals and the Rangers. That's an auto start for me. Uh, Spencer Howard and Glenn Otto get two starts for the Rangers. That's Oakland and Seattle. Do not care. Do not start either one. Glenn Otto is a little more interesting. It could work, but we really haven't seen the slider take over yet, and I don't want to trust this. Max Reed gets two, obviously, and so does Spencer Strider. It's the Mets and Nationals. Both are auto start right now. You just have to start Spencer Strider. You just have to do it. Um, Trevor Rogers gets the Pirates and the Phillies. It is so tempting to put him in questionable start. I like so, so, so tempting. No, I can't do it. I, I just can't do it. Uh, Daniel Castano also gets a two. I'm not doing that one. Max Scherzer is going to be coming back from the IL, and that's just an auto start. Actually, Hurry did come back from the IL and dominated. What am I saying? Obvious auto start. David Peterson is going for two as well. He didn't do well last time, but he was also coming off of the birth of his child, 
and out of practice, and now he gets the Braves and the Cubs as a lefty against Atlanta. I don't know if I love that one. I'm going to say questionable. Um, the Cubs should be pretty good. Aaron Nola gets two. You want to do that. It's against the Colonels and the Marlins. Josiah Gray gets the Mariners and Atlanta. Now it is as a right-hander against Atlanta, and he's coming off of a really nice start. I'm going to say questionable here. I think there's some volatility that could happen. I think one of these start will be, starts will be good, and one of them will be bad. Um, Adrian Sampson um, against, actually, I take that bat's a six-man rotation, I guess, for the Cubs, um, with Stroman hopefully coming back on this Sunday. We'll see how that pans out. Um, if not, it would be Sampson going against the Orioles and the Mets, and I don't want to do that whatsoever. Uh, Graham Ashcraft, nope, six-man, I guess, for the Reds, too. That's odd. I would expect it to be Ashcraft, Minor, Luis Castillo, Hunter Green, and Lindo, but maybe Robert Duggar does get another start against the Yankees. If it is Ashcraft for two, I don't want to do it with the Yankees and the Cardinals um, on the horizon. Uh, Jason Alexander gets the Twins and the Giants. Yeah, no. I don't want to start Jason Alexander against anybody. So not not including the Twins. Oh, man. Uh, Mitch Keller gets the Marlins in Ro- and the not the Rocky Road inside, of course. Yeah, no thanks. Same for Ronson Contreras. I'm going to say bench. I don't want to start Contreras and Coors, and I'm not sold that this red start is uh, is going to dictate success inside of Miami. Uh, you have Miles Michaelis against the Phils and the Reds, and you still you also have it for the for Steven Matz. Actually, he's going to get uh, the Dodgers and then the Reds. That's an obvious bench for Matz. You do not know where he's at, and the Dodgers included. While Michaelis is a probable start against the Phils and the Reds, arguably even an auto start there. Um, Merrill Kelly gets the Giants and the Padres. Not the worst. I would say that's unquestionable. Um, and that's it for Arizona with a day off on Thursday. Jose Arena for the Rockies inside of Coors hosts the Padres and the Pirates. Absolutely not. Same with that Austin Gobber. No way. Uh, the Dodgers have two off days, so no do- two started there. Sean Manaya goes into Coors and hosts the Diamondbacks. That's questionable. Ugh, I really don't want that Coors start. Uh, that's a six-man rotation, so that's all you get from the Padres. And then the Giants have two two-star pitchers in Alex Cobb and Logan Webb. Obviously, it's Logan Webb. Cobb is going to get the Diamondbacks and the Brewers. Questionable. I I know how bad the luck is, y'all. I Trust me, I know. But sometimes that's just what the season is. Look at Aaron Nola last year. And, uh, you know, Insanity's doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I know. It, it's, it's just strange. I'd say questionable. It should be better against the Diamondbacks. And the Brewers. Questionable. Um, but that's it. That's going to do it for this edition of the Plus Pitch Podcast. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. I'll be back on Monday. But that's it. Have a great weekend. My name is Nick Pollock. And your babas below. And your strikeouts high.